Her name is Amanda, and she is over a year, over two years in recovery. Wow. The good news is you stop counting after a while, so that that shows a sign of my recovery, I think I would say. I don't think there's anything magic that I did that someone else didn't do. You know, I don't feel like, you know, I heard something today that on the, it was a commercial before I came here that said, if you talk to your children about opioid use, they're less likely to become addicted. And I thought, wow, if it was only that easy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like just say no to drugs. She was active for about five or more years, some of which we thought she was sober and she wasn't, so it's hard for me to know exactly. But she started after she graduated from high school, so she was kind of later than some people. Kind of took us by surprise. Heroin was her drug of choice. It didn't start out that way, and she likes to say that she went into rehab a pill addict and came out an IV heroin user. So that's a little disheartening to hear. So I guess the hardest piece of being uh, in active addiction is the worry, the helplessness, you know, you're not knowing anything. You know, I remember when she told us, we were like, okay, we're going to student health. You know, she was in college, we're going to student health, we're gonna fix this, you know? And they gave us some uh, Percocets and the doctor said, you know, just wean her off of it. I checked into a hotel and, uh, you know, I gave her six the first day, five the second day, you know, and at the end I just thought she'd be better. I took her home, we put her in an IOP, intensive outpatient program, we thought that was it. Not knowing, of course, that it wasn't that simple. And when my husband and I first went to, you know, support groups, we were like, you know, we'd hear the stories and we'd say, not my kid, that's not going to happen, you know. And uh, so I think the hardest was just the worry, but also just the loss of control. I mean, when they're little, you can pretty much control what they do. And this just hit us like a ton of bricks. Like, you know, we don't know what to do. And I guess the hardest thing about now, for a long time, it was believing that she was really in recovery. And that's a really tricky balance because you don't want to be naive, but you also don't want to lose hope for them, so you can't really go back to that place all the time because that's not helpful to them and it's not helpful to you. So at the time you think you'll never go to sleep not worrying about her, not you know measuring the amount of time she's in the bathroom or, or where she's going or is she really where she says she is or is her bank account, you know, is she going to have money? But it does, it does subside over time a little bit. You know, I would not second guess yourself. You know, I never kicked my daughter out of the house. Many people would say that's what you're supposed to do. I'm not a big believer in tough love. I'm not a big believer in, you know, you're enabling them or not enabling them. I, th I think they're gonna do what they're gonna do. And I've become much more tolerant and uh, less judgmental. When I first said to my daughter when she was, well, and when I thought she was in recovery or hoping she was in recovery, I said, you know, I don't, I really just don't want you hanging around with those people. And she said, Mom, I am those people. She's right. She's right.